Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony Hey, what is going on, you guys? This is going to be a really fun while my batteries charge podcast because we are talking about something tiny. <laughs> that is the SMT24. These are not available in stores. They're not made by Axial. I'm just using the name because it's a solid axle monster truck SMT that is 24th scale and it is awesome. So, um, if anybody's been watching on Facebook or other groups, the, you know, people have been modding their SCX 24s and their HBX Devastators and their Enduro 24s, and they're making tiny monster trucks. People, again, hobbyists are filling a void that they want to have filled uh, where the industry has not, you know, given us what it is that we're looking for. Now, a couple years ago, there was a little micro monster truck that got recalled and it was awesome for about a day or two until the ESC died. But it was so much fun to have and to be able to just have a little micro monster truck that you could run around in your house, make little jumps for out of cardboard or clay is what I'd made mine out of and uh, just have fun ripping it and just, you know, playing around in the house. Especially if you live in a cold climate like I do now, now that I've moved to Michigan I want to be able to keep playing with monster trucks, even though uh, <laughs> the snow and stuff won't let me be outside or the cold weather because parts break a whole lot easier. It was an ECX one that was recalled. I had to just record this to insert it in there. That thing was super fun, you guys. I had a video on it and then had to mark it that it was recalled. But man, there was a lot of interest in it. So I think there's a lot of interest in these as well. Let's continue on talking about micro monster trucks. So, um, I want to talk about a, a couple of things with this, uh, my build process. I've just finished my second one and, uh, I credit Michael McKenzie for kind of finding the easy solution for everybody. I made a video showing it, but it's really kind of what I, you know, kept asking him questions cause he'd gotten his all buttoned up and working and looking awesome. And I saw it when I was in Richmond at the, um, the Showtime Showdown, the Solid Axle Showdown um, race that was going on. I didn't get to participate because we were literally in the process of moving. My family was in the RV. We happened to stop overnight in Richmond at a campground there, and so I was able to go and just see it, say goodbye to everybody as I was leaving town. And uh, and Michael McKenzie had his there. I'd been eyeballing it on Facebook and... Uh, so, yeah, um, he and, you know, Jeffrey Makovich, and there's a couple other guys, um, Adolf, I, don't, I can't think of his last name offhand, um, over in the 24th scale monster truck page on Facebook. So there's several guys that are already doing it. Um, ECB 3D printing and started making chassis. Uh, before that, Full Throttle RC had, you know, come up with one that he'd made and you could buy the 3d print files from him. And I did, uh, even though I didn't have a 3d printer and his was built using the HBX devastator. And here's the deal guys. Any way that you put this together, 
there is some cost involved. It is not a cheap uh, little 124 scale monster truck. Let's talk about some of the parts that you're going to need. Um, and I'm going to do it based on the SCX24 uh, because that's what I have. Um, and so I'd done my build over with the um, the ECB printing one was my first one. But at that time, it was very tricky to find out what motor combination would work. And then if you bought one that was too big, you had to get a different motor plate. And then it was like, well, what pinion do I use? Because the shaft size is different than the stock pinion. And then do I have to change the spur gear? How do I get all of this stuff to mesh together and work and give me a fast monster truck that I can jump and isn't just a crawler that you crawl over stuff with bigger tires on? So that was the main thing. And people are figuring it out and people are doing different things and they've got different motor mounts and all that. Um, one of the common grounds that you find a lot of people using is a Furitech ESC. Now, Furitech came into the market and they've been really doing some awesome stuff for these micro monster trucks. I can't believe the size of the ESCs that they make, which is pretty fantastic when you have to stick it inside of these small trucks. Um, and then also uh, a receiver and other things. So it's nice and small. I run it in my crawler SCX24. And now I also have the lizard 20 amp ESC in my monster truck. And what Michael McKenzie had found uh, through all of his different tests in that is that a surpass 1220 motor is pretty much a direct fit, even if you keep the stock chassis plate, uh, not chassis plate, the stock transmission motor mount plate um, from the Axial CX24. You don't have to get one that is slotted or allows for changing. You do, however, have to get new screws because the screws that are from the SCX24 are too large in uh, diameter and they will not fit into the <laughs> the motor. The rest of the screws for the SCX24 are too small and they slide right on out. You need a 1.6 millimeter by 5 millimeter um, screw that is used in the Traxxas Latrax. So I'll have links for all of this in the description of the podcast. All the things are also over on a video that I have over on YouTube that kind of goes through what I think are the top five things that you need. And it's I say top five things, but it's kind of like uh, multiple things make one. Like motor and ESC, I, I count as one thing, even though it's multiple parts. So you need the Furtech ESC with the Surpass uh, motor. I did the 8600 KV. There's 8200, 8400. I think there might be even higher ones, but not available where I was buying them from Amazon. So I ordered three of them just to be safe because I, I have two other um, ECB chassis. I have one that's built and one that isn't built. And I had this Southwest Monster Shop Tiny Titan chassis, which is a work of art in my opinion. Um, the way that Ernie has put this together, it looks super scale and super cool. And he has like a 3D cage part at the top um, that just bumps out a little bit to give it that dimension and look really, really rad. Uh, and it's carbon fiber. It feels very rigid and um, it should take any beating that you give it because these are so lightweight. Um, so he has, it's just under 70 bucks for the chassis. It's like 45 bucks or so for his wheels. Um, if you go the ECB 3D printing route, I think you can get the chassis and wheels for about $70 shipped or so. Um, up prices always vary and change, <laughs> especially in today's climate. But you have options, you know. I think that the ECB is a great 
price. And I, it, you know, it honestly holds up because they're not super heavy trucks, but I knew that I was putting all metal stuff in this one too. And I really wanted to try this chassis because Southwest monster shop makes amazing products for RC monster trucks. So, um, it is amazing. I will definitely be ordering more of these in order to convert more SCX 24s. So you have to have a donor truck, you know, that's where some of the expense comes in. Um, the, the people that I've seen do it with the HBX Devastator, like full throttle, his ends up being about 300 bucks in the end, I think. A little more than that, 350 By the time all is said and done, um, he uses a metal uh, body from the like Spin Master toys that you can get, the 125th scale, 124th scale, whichever um, toys that you can buy that have the metal uh, body on them. And uh, I, I collect them. I have lots of them. So <laughs> I have options there. But it's a little heavier than I want to put on it. Um, also, people are using the uh, the Spin Master RC toys have plastic hard bodies that you can use that are much more lightweight. That's what I ended up going for with the Megalodon. I've seen Gravedigger. I've seen you can get Bigfoot ones from Hot Wheels. Um, so there's options out there for that. Oh, and I would be, you know, man, I didn't mention there's another chassis out there. Uh, Mofo RC makes a 3d printed monster truck chassis as well. Uh, they make one that's a full chassis, um, replacement, or they make one where it basically is a drop down to make like a mud truck out of, out of yours. Um, SCX 24 and they're pretty cool. And actually I got my transmission from him and I've bought other parts from him and uh, really solid. You always get decent products from him. All right, so um, so you need the FurTech Lizard ESC with the Bluetooth module. You have to get the one that has the Bluetooth module because you need to be able to program it with your phone. Their app is super easy to use. You can set the punch. You can change the direction of the motor, which was the main thing I had to do. Uh, mine wanted to go in reverse. So I didn't want to use the reverse on my controller. Uh, it's nicer if I can do it in the ESC and reverse it there, which is what I did. Um. So that is the main thing you need. The other thing that I think everybody needs to get, there's there's several of them, is a new uh, servo. The servo is really weak that comes with the SCX24. There's lots of options of them out there. I use the high-tech 5065MG servo. It's about 40 bucks, and uh, it's, it's pretty quick. Um, I also have a uh, reefs 99 micro in one of mine, which is like the best solution. They're about 60 bucks, but you just get a lot more, uh, torque out of it and speed. So it's a fast and it can really move those tires. No problem. So that's like the best option. The cheapest option that's still better than the stock one is the Emacs ES 08 MA two. It's a 12 G analog uh, metal gear servo. And they set you back anywhere from uh, eight to fifteen dollars, depending on where you get it and how many of them you buy. <laughs> you can get uh, bulk discounts if you get like four of them. Um, usually, they don't say Emacs on them though at that point, but it's the same model number and components pretty much. So, Reefs ninety nine is the top of that um, lineup. The high tech is a, a strong second, and then the Emacs is way better than the stock one, um, but it's kind of the the budget friendly one. Uh, so that's the other thing you need, and I just say go ahead and get the hot racing servo mount for it. Uh, it makes it easy to just drop it in there, and because the way that they, they mount is different, and they're a little bit longer, and the the stock one, you can just cut some pieces off it and make it work, 
but you know for ease it's just easy to drop in that hot racing one and i also do the hot racing steering links um so those two things aren't super expensive the the plate and the but it does all start to add up so it's about 24 25 bucks to get both because i think they're both around 12 bucks for the steering link and the servo mount um but basically what you're looking at is you want to get that brushless system in there you want to get another servo and you want to get um better shocks so the shocks that come with the scx24 are very light spring um and they also are very short. But Hot Racing makes their Tele shocks, which are really, really cool. Um, and they they definitely give it a better stance. And so I definitely recommend that. Um, one thing to note as you're doing this um, is shock placement because they have different mounting options on the different chassis. Uh, but yeah, you want to get the, the Hot Racing aluminum threaded telescopic shock telescopic um and it really allows it one to compress a lot a lot and then it also so it won't bottom out uh, but it'll also extend and and, uh, and have some nice height to it and then when i did get it i put the stiffest spring on it which was the silver one um so you, that's a, a good way to do that so i want to go back to you before i forget because i'm talking about shocks it reminds me that on my ecb printing one the way that i set mine up my shocks don't line up right with the mounting holes on it. So his chassis was designed specifically for a deadbolt as a donor truck. Um, now axial is nice enough that when you buy the trucks, they do give you the other shot or the other links in there. So you just have to, to make note of that, that when you do do it, you need to use the links that were intended for the deadbolt on the ECB 3d printing one. And for the, Southwest Monster Shop, Tiny Titan, you want to use like the C10 or the Jeep length um, shocks or links. <laughs> I'm looking at the shocks. I have on my computer as a reminder of the things that I wanted to talk about. So shocks, steering servo, brushless system. And the, the final thing that I think is a must have is the hot racing um, gear mod. Uh, so it's a new spur gear and a new pinion and so it's it's a it's a bigger pitch so it's one easier to line up um and it just it's it's much nicer so um it's inexpensive but it's like a 0.5 mod gear conversion for the scx24 and it drops right on if you get the um the surpass motor um that pinion slides right on i basically pushed it on a little bit and then i put it face down on a table and pushed until the the motor shaft hit the table and that, you know, puts it right at the end of the pinion and it lined up perfect. So very simple to install that way. So, but you got to remember to get the 1.6 by five millimeter screws to mount that motor when you do it. So those are the things I think that everybody uh, pretty much has to get. Now you do have to get the AMT tires as well uh, to go onto either the ECB wheels or the Southwest monster shop wheels uh, they're made to work with those hobby tires, which are, um, they're basically for like a model kit by AMT and, uh, they're not very grippy. <laughs> they're kind of hard, uh, but they work for these little trucks until somebody comes out with uh, another option. But, um, yeah, so those are the main things I went further with mine. I got the MoFo RC bulletproof transmission, 
Um, I got the hot racing metal drive shafts for it. I got the treel overdrive gears that I put in both axles so that it would just give it a, a better top end speed. Um, so I probably lose a little bit of the torque that way, you know, possibly any wheelie possibilities. Uh, and then I also did the hot racing axles. So I have aluminum axles on mine. Now I will say that you can do dual shocks if you do the, um, the Southwest Monster Shop Tiny Titan, it comes with a little bracket you can put on your axles to be able to mount dual shocks on it and make it look even more scale. And Michael McKenzie did that on his. The problem for me was that when I did the axle conversions over to the aluminum axles, they're shaped different. And the little adapter they have is grooved in a way that it's supposed to fit into a notch on the axle. And so it, it won't really work with the axles that I have on. So I'm, I'm kind of debating, do I switch and put the uh, stock axles back on or what do I do? So it's something I'm debating and um, we'll figure it out. On my ECB printing one, I still have to change the links back to the deadbolt links because I'd gone and bought the nicer uh, aluminum links and put them on there. And so I could potentially take those off and put them on the Megalodon that I've built. It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot, it, 30 minutes. It's not terrible, but uh, it, it it's definitely takes some time to go in and tear it apart and switch it all out. But um, I think I'll probably do that and just have that um, Megalodon be totally tricked out. So, um, yeah. So that's mainly what I did with mine. I did put in a Spectrum SR215 receiver so I could run it with my rugged. And, uh, yeah, have it as a model with that. You can use the stock um, receiver controller slash ESC if you want. Um, you don't have to get rid of it. So, you know, it still works as a receiver even if you don't plug your motor into it and use it as an ESC. So that's just something to know. That's what I did with my crawler. I wanted to, to not bind everything to all my ruggeds and all that. And I've got the controllers that came with them, and I don't mind them. They're a good size, especially for these portable little guys. So um, what I did, uh, I should mention with my shocks, is I did, um, I put a little bit of Utter Butter grease in there by CowRC inside uh, just to make it move smooth. Uh, but also, you know, it's kind of tacky, so to give it a little bit of tackiness to it while it's also helping to, in a way, lubricate it. So... That is what I did for mine, you guys. It's super fun to drive. It jumps. It has enough speed. The one thing you have to be very careful of with these is you don't want to over-tighten your nut on your wheel. Your wheel nut uh, basically will become like a brake. <laughs> and you already have enough brake going on from the worm gear in the SCX24 versions of these. Uh, so... You, you have to find there's a, you know, a fine line between being too loose and too tight. And so lock tight it first of all, and then, you know, tighten it down and then back it off just a little bit. Uh, make sure that you have it. So it's, you'll notice it get faster as you loosen it. So, um, it's tricky to find that perfect spot, but mine's doing pretty good right now. And I haven't lost a wheel nut. So I also ordered some more wheel nuts <laughs> just to be safe. I think they come in a 10-pack for like 6 bucks, so it's worth having them on hand. It also works on your transmission. Um, if you lose, for whatever reason, that screw that's holding your, your spur gear on, uh, it's nice to have that extra screw around. So 
I have a whole little kit of things now. I bought a screw kit that was extra just to make sure I had, in case I stripped one out or whatever, I wanted extra screws on hand. But you really do, if you get a lot of the hot racing hop-ups, you still have your um, your screw that came with the chassis, plus you get the new ones with the hot racing uh, part. So you end up with a, you know, a good amount of spare screws just from doing the build, and that's good. Put them in a little... Uh, like a fishing box or whatever is what I use those like Plano 3600s or whichever you want. But, um, they work great for keeping things like that and keeping yourself organized. So I have a whole, um, SCX 24 one, which I have my worm gears in. I have the axle casings in, I have the X spare transmission in all that kind of stuff. I'm keeping a spares for my other trucks. So if you think about it and you're organized about it, you'll, uh, You'll be better off for the future in uh, other work that you need to do with these little tiny trucks. But I will say they're not that bad to work on as long as you have good tools. If you get the um, the MIP .050 inch wrench um, hex driver, you will be super happy that you did. Um, and if you get the Team Associated makes one that uh, goes in your you know quarter inch drill driver. Um, that as well will make you happy. So those two little tools make working on these so much better than if you're trying to use the little L wrenches that came with them. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in to another one of these podcasts. Uh, we're going to have some more coming at you. Um, I had some people lined up. We had to change dates because of work schedules for them and for me and stuff. So uh, I'm trying to still sneak stuff in when I can get extras going. And uh, hopefully this podcast will get a fresh breath of air in breathed into it going into 2022 and just stay strong throughout the year, guys. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. As always, have fun, RCN. We'll catch you next time.